0: From creation to the flood to the patriarchs to Egypt, join me, Pastor Hook, as we go through Genesis, the backstory to the beginning. Uh, I will I will tease it because I left you on Thursday. Uh, we were in Genesis 14. Um, if you'll remember, Genesis 14, uh, Abraham had rescued his nephew Lot from uh, from the kings. Uh, he he went the four kings that that went. Four kings battled against five kings. Lot was in this camp of the four kings, and Abraham takes 318 men and goes and rescues his nephew Lot, which tells you a lot about Abraham. He must have been a very wealthy guy. Um, and he was a great leader because he went and rescued his nephew Lot, and he had enough men that followed him to be able to go and do that, and they routed him out. Uh, most likely, it doesn't say in the text, but most likely, you know, killed. Uh, the people to rescue Lot, took all the possessions um, and the people. And then they come back to where they were uh, and gets um, this guy, uh, Melchizedek, comes to, to Abram and just says, hey, you did a great job and I want to bless you. Uh, and we looked at this on Thursday, but we're going to look at it again right now because I want to read it for you. So this is Genesis 14, verses 18 through 21. Then Melchizedek, king of Salem, brought out bread and wine. He was priest of God Most High, and he blessed Abram, saying, Blessed be Abram by God Most High, creator of heaven and earth, and praise be to God Most High, who delivered your enemies into your hand. Then Abram gave a tenth of everything. The king of Sodom said to Abram, Give me the people, and keep the goods for yourself. Um, So uh, basically, uh, this is this encounter that we have of Melchizedek. He's just inserted in here. We have no idea where he came from, except he's from Salem, which is a precursor to Jerusalem. Uh, Salem is a Hebrew word, means peace. So he's a king of Salem, so he's a king of peace. And he's also Melchizedek, uh, Melchizedek. Malek uh, is is uh, king. Melek is king, and Zedek is righteousness. So uh, anytime you have that e at the end of a three word, a three syllable, uh, three consonant word in the Hebrew language, uh, that means possessive. It means mine. So Melki is melek e, which is my king. Melki. Uh, if you, uh, if you remember from the crucifix of Jesus, he said, Eloi, Eloi, my God, El, Oi, uh, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Uh, if it was, uh, my name in Hebrew is David. Uh, and so if you were to take David and make a possess, if you wanted to say my David, you'd say David E, except that in the Hebrew, uh, once you put that possession and you take the second out, so it's Davdi, D-A-V-D-E would be my David, Davdi, uh, my king, Melchizedek, king of my king. So you have this character coming out of Jerusalem who is not only a king, but he's also a priest of God. And it's El Elyon, the, the God most high. So, And I just teased this a little bit on Thursday when we met together because now you have this guy coming out of Jerusalem who's obviously uh, El, you know, Elohim is the one who created the, the heavens and the earth. Uh, El, if, if your name or something ends in El, that means God, and it's a Hebrew name for God. So we have this El living in Jerusalem, uh, Melchizedek, El Elyon, God Most High. And the interesting thing is, is we don't have a priestly class yet, right? Because the priests don't happen until you have Aaron, and Aaron doesn't happen until Abraham has all of his offspring. And all of a sudden you have Levi, uh, which is one of the great-grandchildren of Abraham. And then he becomes the priestly class. So but before all that exists, you have this priest, king, coming out of Jerusalem. And this is what he says. He blessed be Abraham by God Most High, creator of heaven and earth. And praised be to God Most High, who delivered your enemies into your hands. So how in the world, so a couple things here. First of all, where did this guy come from? Uh, he, he gets a 10th of everything that Abram has. He gives a 10th to this priest as an offering to God Most High, El Elyon. And was he already there? Or did he hear about Abram defeating his enemies and go and meet Abram? I mean, you don't take a flight or take a bus trip or take a car trip. I mean, this would have taken, well, for the news to get there and then, you know, for this priest, I mean, that could have taken a week or a month or more for him to go and see Abram. So we, but whatever it was, it was important enough for this guy, Melchizedek, to go and meet Abram and to bless Abram. He brings bread and wine and he blesses Abram. Um, And this is just absolutely fascinating, Um, who this Melchizedek is. uh, And I don't have enough time, we'll get more into it tomorrow. Actually, I think we'll spend the whole day tomorrow talking about Melchizedek. But he's basically, uh, we find him later in the Psalms, and then we find him in the New Testament. Uh, And the theological underpinning of who this Melchizedek is uh, and why he's important is absolutely fascinating. And back in the 1800s, there was a lot of people thinking about Melchizedek. Um, and uh, in the Old Testament, people were thinking about Melchizedek. The Old Testament, uh, you know, the scholars and the rabbis look at Melchizedek and say, who is he and why is he inserted? And even before the time of Christ, they were looking at Melchizedek. And they pretty much had identified Melchizedek as this greater priest um. Uh, so you have the priestly system uh, in the Jewish people. Melchizedek is a greater priest in the priestly system, but he but he foretells this coming Messiah. And this is all Hebrew stuff. This is even before Jesus is on the scene. So even they were looking at who this Melchizedek is. And all of that's definitely worth looking into. So I'm back in town. I'm safe. I'm sound. It is so good to be with you Um I pray God's richest blessings. Uh, why don't we go ahead and close in prayer? Dear God, uh, thank you for bringing Jennifer and me safely here back to Vail. Uh, thank you for us all having a great 4th of July. Lord, we lift up the Schaefer family, particularly Paul and the whole family, um, at the death of Kay. Uh, we know, Lord, that she was your child and she's safe in your arms. We'd ask uh, and pray, Lord, that you would... Um, Give your peace, the peace that passes all understanding, the only pe- the peace that only you can give to the Schaeffer family. Uh, and we who mourn, we thank you for the time that we knew her, uh, but we release her to you. Uh, Lord, thank you for this time together and uh, for this study of Genesis 14. Until we get together again tomorrow, keep us in your grace. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.